praise God. God bless you today for being in the house of the Lord. My heart is full. It's Thanksgiving week, and we're just going to have a little church here. Anybody here got a thanks in your heart for the goodness of God today? I want to I wanna preach, sing, test. going to be different today. I'm going to do things a little different. I'm not going to do the normal of Sunday morning today. We already have a lot of people going out of town and uh, people, people not able to be here today. But you know what? We're just going to have a great time thanking God today. Those songs today were just unbelievable. They were, they were right on target. Amen. My goodness, what great, great talent we have in this church. And we are, we should always be thankful for God doing what he does through the music ministry of this church. Thank you, Brother Toby Stanley, for your commitment and for all of your team. Thank you. Thank you so very much. That's right. Give them a hand. They deserve that. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Could I just talk a little bit today? Y'all want to have a little church? I didn't come to play games. I came to have a little church today. We'll do things a little different today. My subject today is this, blessed and thankful. Say it with me, blessed. I'd like to see the hand of anybody in this room that feels like you've been blessed by God today. Would it be okay if I don't just do the normal and read you a text and preach for 30, 40 minutes? Could we just spend a time of worship together? This will be our last service till next Sunday. We'll give you time during the week. I know many people, uh, they spend time getting ready for Thanksgiving and cooking and doing all the things that we do. But uh, I, I just, I just want to take a little time today. I, I felt it in my heart, and especially this morning when I knelt to pray. There, were just, there was just such a deep thankfulness for the blessings of God in my life. Let me, let me talk to you for just a moment about blessings today. I'm not talking about just material things. Now, I'll talk about that a little too. But, but I'm talking about the love of God. I'm talking about for a Jesus that loved us so much that he gave everything for us. Literally took the sins of the whole world and put them on his shoulders and marched up Calvary's hill and nailed them to the cross. I've been blessed. Hallelujah. I'm blessed to know that Jesus that we sang about this morning. I'm blessed to know him. I'm blessed to know the power and the presence of God. I, I was thinking this morning and praying and, and uh, very early, still dark, and I was here alone, and I was just talking to the Lord about the blessings of God upon my own life, about the heritage that I have, being privileged enough to be raised in the church, to know the power of God, to know that Jesus heals people, to know that He saves people out of addictions, to know that He fills us with His Spirit, and then I got to thanking God for the mercy of God. You know what the Bible said? The mercies of God are new every morning. Is there anybody glad for that today? The mercies of God are new every morning. 
You ought to get up every morning and thank God because He gives you mercy for that day. There, there's mercy not distributed on Sunday morning for the rest of the week. Not distributed just Mondays and Wednesdays when we have church. There's mercy for you every day that goes by. The Bible said His mercies are new every morning. Can anybody identify today? Sometimes I can't wait to get back to church. Sometimes I can't wait for a preacher to preach or an altar call to be given or a singer to sing a certain song. Sometimes I just need mercy on the spur of the moment. I need mercy at 8 o'clock on Monday morning. I need mercy at 3 o'clock Tuesday evening. I just need mercy. And the Bible said that His mercy is new every morning. The grace of God. I've been blessed by the grace of God. Could I confess to you this morning real quick that I am unworthy to stand behind this pulpit. I am unworthy to be the pastor of this church. I am unworthy to be a child of God. I'm only worthy because His blood has washed me, had cleansed me, had made me whole. Hallelujah. As a man, I am unworthy because I am a sinner by nature. I was born in sin, David said, and I was shaped in iniquity. But oh, for the redemptive work of God in my life and for the grace of God that He has extended unto me. Does anybody understand what grace really is? It is the unmerited favor of God. The unmerited faith. That means you don't deserve it. I don't deserve it. Has anybody ever wondered why God found you? Why God had mercy on you? Why God loved you enough to bring you out of darkness into the marvelous light? My God, I feel the Holy Ghost here today. I am blessed. I'm blessed with truth. Besides all the other stuff, I'm blessed with a great wife. I'm blessed with great kids. I'm blessed with the world's greatest grandkids. I'm blessed today. I'm blessed. And in my heart all morning and all day yesterday, you know, all, all, I could, all I could do was just think about this song. It says, I am blessed. Sing it with me, Earlene. Every day. Every day. I live. Lay my head to
Could I sing it just one more time? Maybe you don't feel it, but I do. I am blessed. I am blessed. Every day that I live, that I live. Oh, I am blessed. When I wake up in the morning, until I lay my head. first things that Moses ever said to the children of Israel back in the book of Deuteronomy in chapter 6 when he was talking to them and giving them instructions. Here's what he said in Deuteronomy chapter 6 verse 10. You can put it on the screen if you'd like. He said it shall be when the Lord thy God shall have brought thee into the land which he swear unto thy fathers to Abraham to Isaac and to Jacob to give thee great and goodly cities which thou buildest not and houses full of all good things which thou fillest not and wells dig which thou diggest not vineyards and olive trees which thou plantest not when thou shalt have eaten and be full then then Beware. Somebody here say beware. Say it with me. Be careful. Lest thou forget the Lord which brought thee forth out of the land of Egypt from the house of bondage. Ladies and gentlemen, on a Sunday morning, I talk to you about blessings, but let me talk to you about a great error made in humanity. We sometimes forget where God brought us from. We sometimes forget what God has done in our life. We forget the blessings of God. We forget how deep in sin we were. We forget how miserable and lost we were. In the darkness of this world and in the clutches of Satan, headed for a demonic hell, headed for an eternity without God, Yet he picked me up out of the miry clay and he set my feet upon a rock and he saved me when I wasn't worth saving. I'll never forget what he's done for me. He said, Israel, you're going to a place where you're going to get a lot of stuff that you had nothing to do with. You didn't plant the trees. You didn't build the houses. You didn't dig the wells. You didn't do any of that. And so God is giving you a place. And he's giving you things and goods that you don't deserve. But when you get there, don't you ever forget where it came from. Don't ever forget what God's done for you. Paul warned, warned the church of the New Testament not to forget where God brought them from. Is there anybody here today that can remember what God's done in your life?
I, I, I was gone a few days. I got my mail from the church here this morning. There was a card. I meant to bring it with me. It's a card that from a lady that this church helped 20 years ago. Her name is Gloria. I hope you're watching today. Her name is Gloria Calamari. She is from Metairie, Louisiana, suburbs of New Orleans. And Gloria came here with her family running from Katrina. And we put her and her family up in the life center for weeks. We fed them. We brought them clothes. We, I mean, they, they had everything demolished when Katrina came through Metairie. And, and to this very day, there's never been a year go by, especially at Thanksgiving, that she didn't send a check and she didn't send a card to this church. And she said, I will never forget what that church did for me. I will never forget. Now listen to me. God's done more than put you up and hide you from a Katrina. God has done more for me than anybody I can think of. Thank God for a godly father who is a great man of God. Thank God for a godly mother who is a great woman of God. Thank God for an awesome and godly wife that loves the Lord. Thank God for the church. But you ain't never done nothing for me like God has done for me. And Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. I said, Jesus, I'll never forget what you've done for me. Oh, Jesus, I'll never forget how you set me free. Well, Jesus, I'll never forget how you brought me out. Well, Jesus, I'll never forget. No, never. Sit down, I ain't near about through. Bible said in Luke 17 and verse 11, it came to pass, talking about Jesus as he went to Jerusalem, that he passed through the midst of Samaria and Galilee. And he entered into a certain village. There met him ten men that were lepers which stood afar off. And they lifted up their voices and said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And when he saw them, he said unto them, Go show thyself unto the priest. And it came to pass that as they went, they were cleansed. You got to get the picture here. Ten men that were outcast outside the city with an incurable disease where they were not even able to enter in and be with their families or their friends. And when anybody came near, they had to scream out, leprosy, unclean, unclean leprosy. But Jesus said, go show thyself to the priest. And the Bible said while they were on their way, they were healed. They were cleansed. But I want you to notice what happens from there on. And one of them, somebody say one of them, one of them, when he saw he was healed, turned back with a loud voice, glorified God, and fell down on his feet, at his, on his face at his feet, giving him thanks. And he was a Samaritan. 
And Jesus answering said, Were there not ten cleansed? But where are the nine? Where are the nine? They're not found that return to give God glory save this stranger. And he said unto him, Arise and go thy way. Thy faith hath made thee whole. Here's what I want to tell you on this Thanksgiving week. You better not be part of the nine. You better be part of the one. Because nine of them walked off and never came back and gave him thanks. Never gave him praise. Never remembered God. How many in our society? Let me tell you. You're living in houses you didn't build. You're, you're drinking out of wells you didn't dig. You're, you're feasting from vineyards you didn't plant. You're living in a place that you do not deserve within yourself. Don't ever forget why you're here today. The Bible said this, and this came to me so forcefully this morning. It said, every good and perfect gift cometh from above. Does anybody believe that today? Every good and perfect gift doesn't come from me, doesn't come from you. You didn't learn it with your hands. You didn't merit it because of who you were. It doesn't matter how much money you have in the bank. We can never forget what God has done for us. And there's some folks in this room today that God's done a whole lot for. Amen. There's a lot of, of people in this room that God has saved them from some things of their past that only God could do. Only God could do. Delivered them from things that only God could deliver them from. Are you with me today? I, 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 I'm, I'm not nowhere near fixing to finish early. We, we, we're going to have a little church around here right now. We're going we're gonna to be careful and we're going to do what God wants us to do. But listen to me. I felt so impressed this morning felt so impressed in prayer this morning and uh, so I, I grabbed one gentleman just before church just before the announcement started I said would you feel comfortable if I just had you say a few words today he said well I'm not prepared but yeah I will because this man just came to our church and we sat at a meal together a few nights ago and he told me a little bit about his background do you mind if I say anything it's okay but here's Gage and Taylor and Gage and Taylor both came out of a world of drugs and alcohol. Their family was destroyed. Their lives were destroyed. And God picked them up. They're both tongue talkers today. They're both full of the Holy Ghost today. I just want him to say a few words. I probably got him scared to death, but not really, because he feels the call of God on his life. Say something. How many people here know that we're living in an answered prayer today? How many people know that Thursday's not about Turkey or Columbus Day? How many people know that we wake up every morning thankful? Every day is Thanksgiving. The Lord brought me this morning to uh, Psalms 100. I, I, it's so funny that uh, Pastor Danny talks about this today. In my quiet time this morning, I thank God for the mercy that's on my life. Because we don't deserve to be here. We don't deserve the things that we've had. We don't deserve... The, the anointing that he puts on our life 
We remember Isaiah, he says, God, I'm so unclean, and I dwell amongst the people who is unclean, and I'm so unworthy. But God still sent him. It says, the Bible says that we enter his courts with praise and thanksgiving. <laughs> I'm so glad the Holy Spirit's moving this morning, Pastor. Come on. It says we enter his, his courts with praise and thanksgiving. We don't forget the things that he's done for us. Man, in my own life, I felt like a leopard. When you walk into a room, you're like, that's a drug addict. He's probably going to steal your money. Don't touch him. Don't get around him. Don't let him around your kids. But Jesus, I didn't know. I didn't know how to be a husband, but Jesus. I didn't know how to be a bride to Christ, but Jesus. Praise God this morning. I felt that in worship this morning. If you don't know what to say, if you don't know what to pray for, if you don't know, Jesus, Jesus. Give him a hand. Isn't he awesome? Love you, Taylor. You're awesome, too. Hallelujah. When you don't know what else to say, when you don't have the words to say, you don't know what to pray. Just Jesus. What a work he's done in their life. What a work he's done in their life. You just had to hear their whole story. Nobody could do for them what God could do for them. And then they found us. They passed his church many, many times. But now, here they are. And, and two or three weeks ago, Taylor received the Holy Ghost standing right here. What a work God's doing in people's life. We can't forget that. We can't forget that. Who else in this room today could identify and know that God picked you up when you were worthless, when you didn't deserve it? You know what the Bible said? While we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We were still sinners and he still loved us. This is what Thanksgiving ought to be about. I'm with you, Gage, 100%. I like all the eating, but let me tell you, if we don't celebrate with a turkey and we don't have any dressing and there's no cranberry sauce and English peas and corn and whatever else you're going to have, honey, you better not forget that you're living in houses you didn't build and drinking out of wells you didn't dig and have clothes on that you didn't provide for yourself. You better remember where God brought you from because you wouldn't be here without the goodness of God. Hallelujah. So I'm thankful. Somebody say, I'm thankful. I'm not going to join up with the nine. I want to be that one. I told God this morning, God, God, I just want to be that one. I, look, I've never been where some of you have been. But here's what I know. I know his hand has been on my life. And every mistake I've ever, ever made. And every time I've ever needed him. And every time that spirit of depression has come. And every time the world has seemed to cave in. And I've been there. I want to tell you about a God. A friend that's closer than a brother. A Jesus that will pick you up. And turn your life around. And straighten your world when it's very crooked.
So Psalm said it this way. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving and make a joyful noise unto him with psalms. And I had Psalms 100, but Gage took it. But here it is. It's okay. That tells me we're, we're in the will of God. David said, when you come, you enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. But it didn't stop there. It said, be thankful unto him. It said, be thankful unto him. And then it said, to bless his name. We're doing that this morning. We're doing that this morning. Hallelujah. David said in Psalms 92, it is a good thing. Psalms 92 and 1. Brother Tommy, watch this or whoever's there. I can't see. But anyway, Psalms 92 and 1. I want you to read it. It's a good thing. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. Thanksgiving is mentioned over and over in the scriptures. Psalms 106 in the first verse said, Praise ye the Lord. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good and his mercy endureth forever. And then when I was studying this morning, I'd never recognized this before this morning. I've read it, but it never dawned on me until this morning. If you would put Psalms 136 and 1 on the board and I want you to see what the Lord, or what David said. He said, Oh, give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endureth forever. That's Psalms 136 and 1. Everybody said amen. How many of you believe that scripture? Well, let me tell you, David did too. Would you put verse 2 up there? Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Uh, unto the God of gods, for his mercy endureth forever. Verse 3, give thanks unto the Lord of lords, for his mercy endureth forever. Three verses in succession. He says, give thanks unto the Lord, give thanks unto the God of gods, give thanks unto the Lord of lords. And he's talking about the same one. He is emphatic about it. Whatever you do, remember that God is good. And you've got to give him thanks for his mercy endureth forever. And then he skips down to verse 26. And he said, Oh, give thanks unto God of heaven for his mercy endureth forever. One of my favorite scriptures of all the Bible, and I'm, I'm hurrying to a close today, is simply this. He hath not dealt with us according to our iniquities, nor rewarded us, or he hath not dealt with us according to our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. But as the heaven is high above the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. You haven't got what you rightfully deserve in life, because if we got what we really deserved, We'd all be burning in a devil's hell. We'd all be lost. But give thanks unto the Lord, for he is good, and his mercy endureth forever. So here's the three things that I want you to know. I want you to, I want you to remember the blessings of God. I don't want you to ever forget what God has done in your life. 
And then I want you to be a person of thanksgiving. Thanksgiving is not just in November. For a Christian, thanksgiving is every day. It's a daily thing. Now look, all that business that the world celebrates is, and, and it's good. Don't don't get me wrong. I love to go back to the founding fathers in this nation and talk about the pilgrims and talk about uh, you know all that happened and how Thanksgiving came about as far as the world's concerned. But Thanksgiving for the church is not on a Thursday in November. Thanksgiving for the church is every day when you get up, every morning that you exist, every day that you live. You need to say, I'm blessed, I'll never forget it, and oh God, I give you thanks. So here's what we're going to sing. Thanks, thanks, I give you thanks for all that you have done. Sing it with me. I'm so blessed. My soul has found rest, oh Lord, I give you thanks, I just want to say thanks, 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 I give you thanks for all you have done, I am so blessed, my soul has found rest. Sing it, sing it like you mean it. I just want to say start looking at what you're looking at you'll understand it better by and by and you know we all try to put up a little something for retirement make ways for us to exist when we're too feeble to walk up on the platform anymore your voice is too weak to preach anymore that may be 95 for me I don't know but I try to I try to look at all that. And I was I was just looking at everything and the Lord reminded me of a scripture where a rich man sat down and said, You know what, I've done good and I'm gonna I'm gonna build bigger barns. I've done good for myself, look what I've attained. I'm gonna I'm gonna build bigger barns and I'm gonna say to my soul, Soul, take thy rest. Eat, drink, and be merry. Just have a good time the rest of your life. But, but the Lord came to him and said, Thou fool, thou fool, the Lord has required thy soul of thee this night. And who, whose will these things be? It's not about possessions. It's just about being thankful for what you have. And when you are truly thankful, God truly blesses.
and God truly adds to it. And God truly takes care of things in your life. Amen? Does anybody believe that? God first. God first. Family second. Church third. Do you hear me? God first. Family second. Church third. That's God's order. God first. He made Adam and Eve. made a family. And then he found the church. So that's God's order for our time too. And I'm just telling you. Listen to me today. I've never done anything like this on a Sunday morning where I just sang a little, preach a little, talk a little, had all kinds of subjects to talk about. I could do this for an hour or two. But I want you to hear me right now. Before you sit down and eat a meal this week, before you laugh and have fun and conversation at a table with your family, sir, I want you to stand up if you're here. If you're not, if if the man of the house is not here, lady, you got to be the lady of the house. Well, you stand up. Somebody needs to stand up and say, "Hold it." I'm going to my daughter's this week for Thanksgiving. We don't ever do that, but Heather wants us all in Dallas, so I'll be in Dallas this week. I'm becoming a traveler, and so I'll be with my kids. We're all going. We're all gonna have a great time. But I promise you this, I'm still daddy. I'm daddy here and I'm daddy over there. And I, before we sit down and eat a meal, my family will tell you this. There's never been a Thanksgiving that we don't say, wait a minute. God's been awful good to us. My heart is full today with the goodness of God is blessed today with the goodness of God. And I will not sit down and eat a meal. I won't have one time of fellowship on Thanksgiving Day sitting at the meal with my family until we stop and we pray and we give thanks unto God who is great above all and who has provided all things. So go your way on Thanksgiving week. Have your good time. But you better do what pastor's asking you to do. Plant your feet. Don't even let them sit down at a table until you say, hold up, everybody. Hold up, everybody. We're going to have not just God is great, God is good. Thank you for this food, amen. We're going to spend time thanking God for the goodness of God in our life. So I'll see you next Sunday. And this is where it'll be. Thanks. I give you thanks. Have a great day.